Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. I do want to encourage you, if you've not already, to pick up your copy of Slime Incorporated. It's my first ever detective novel. It's a story of murder and dirty politics set against the backdrop of the Idaho gubernatorial election. And while it's a modern novel, it definitely uh, pays tribute to some key aspects of golden age detective fiction. The book is available as a paperback and audiobook or wherever fine ebooks are sold. You can find all my books, audiobooks, and ebooks at store.greatdetectives.net. And now it's time for today's episode of Mystery is My Hobby, Death Has a Hot Foot. Ladies and gentlemen, Barton Drake speaking. This week I've selected for our drama, case history number 130 from my book, Mystery is My Hobby. I call it, Death as a Hot Foot. And now, back to Glenn Langan as Barton Drake in the first act of Mystery is My Hobby. This end of the midway, folks. Stay at this end of the midnight. Every ten minutes, five o'clock, a beautiful girl will defy death by diving from a small platform at the top of a 50-foot tower. She will dive into the 12-foot tank, into water that is only five feet deep, every ten minutes throughout the afternoon and evening. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the four gorgeous, pulchritudinous members of the Jolly Mermaid Troop will risk life and limb for your pleasure. And remember, it's all free, absolutely free. Have your fun at this end of the medway. Here's where you will enjoy yourself the most. Priscilla, come into the trailer a minute, will you? Sure, I do. What you want? I want you to trade places with me this afternoon. Huh? What'd you say? I said I want you to take that beautiful body of yours and trade places with me this afternoon. Oh, sure. Uh, I don't know quite what you mean, I guess. Oh, listen, you dumb blonde. Are you or are you not a member of a high diving act? Well, sure I am, Adrian. The Jolly Mermaid, remember? Yes, and in the act, Daphne dives first. Then there's a ten-minute wait. Mm-hmm. 
And I dive. Then there's another ten-minute wait. And you dive. And after another ten-minute wait. And I be dive. Sure, I know that. We do it every day. Yes, that's right. Now, would you mind changing places with me this afternoon? Dive after Daphne does. I'll dive after you. Sure, I don't mind. Why didn't you say so in the first place? I'll be glad to. Oh, give up. All right, get out. I want to talk to Daphne. Sure. I'll dive after you. No, you dumbhead. I dive after you. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Daphne, for the life of me, I don't know why we put up with that blonde hunk of flesh. Well, I reckon you do, Adrian. I reckon we both know why we put up with her. <laughs> Hey, don't be in a hurry, boy. I was just about to ask you to take in a carnival with me there this afternoon. A carnival? Shame on you, Inspector. That's kid stuff. Oh, sure, sure, I know. But I have to get on anyway. Hey, uh, 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 be... uh, wait a minute. I know you. I'm sure you're not going to a carnival because you want to. No, no, no. It's police work, all right. We I got a tip so. that some people who were working a confidence game in Baltimore just might be around here. We're going to grip joint. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think that'd interest me, Inspector. Oh, come on. We won't be very long. Mm. Uh, all right. Only if you consent to have dinner with me afterwards. What do you think I wanted you to stick around for in the first place? Down at this end of the midway, folks. Have your fun at this end of the midway. Every ten minutes, one of the jolly mermaids will die from the high platform. Hey, hey, hey come on, come on. Let's see this, huh? <laughs> Inspector... Just a girl diving into a tank of water. Yeah, yeah, but look at that bathing suit. Miss Ivy will now dive from the small platform at the top into a 12-foot tank of water. The water is only five feet deep. Oh, watch closely now. Watch closely. Hey, is she going to dive with her shoes on? <laughs> of course not, Inspector. See, she's taking off her slippers. Oh, yeah, yeah. There goes the right one. And there she goes! <laughs> Holy cow! Hey, what? Why, she fell. Yes, it looks more like she jumped. Come on, Inspector. Out of the way, out of the way, please. Where are the police? Come on, now, stand aside there. Let's go. Poor kid, she landed 15 feet from the tank. Yeah. I bet there isn't a whole bone in her body. What do you think, Inspector? Well, we saw the whole thing. It couldn't be murder. Hardly could be suicide, Inspector. People who deliberately jump to their death rarely scream. Yeah. I guess we'll have to mark it down to an accident. Hmm. Hey, 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 now, boy, what do you mean by that? Nothing, nothing, just thinking. Yeah? About what? No, nothing important, Inspector. Just something De Maurier wrote. Wonder if it's applicable here. Oh, for Pete's sake, talk sense. Well, it's a bit deep, Inspector. It goes something like this. Lovely female shapes are awful complicated of the difficulties and perils of earthly life, especially to their owners. Oh. Who'd you say said that? Georges Louis Pamala Boulevard de Maurier. Or at least it was something like that. What's he got to do with this action? Nothing directly. It was from a book he wrote called Trilby. Oh, literature. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want my opinion, Bart, you're a little nut. Oh, forgive me, Inspector. Go on, make your report. Yeah, yeah, let's get down to business. And while you're at it, don't forget to mention that red mark on the girl's right foot. Where? See it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll put it down. Don't you think we should go up and take a look at that diving platform? What for? Maybe it's loose or something. Sure, sure. Go ahead if you want to. It's all right with me. Want to come along? Up there. Hey, that thing's at least 50 feet high. Inspector, <laughs> I'm sure that you go more than 50 feet to pair up a murder. Are you trying to insinuate that this is more than an accident? Mm, yes, possibly. Okay, okay. I'll climb the tower with you. 
with nothing else than to prove you're wrong. All right, come on. Well, no, you go ahead. I'll be there in a minute. I want to turn the body over to the boy. Don't you run out on me, Inspector. Come right back. Wait a minute, handsome. Where do you think you're going? I'm going to climb up to that platform. Who says you are? I do. Have you any objections? I sure have. We use that platform for our act. Our lives depend on it being in shape. You or nobody else is going to set a foot on that apparatus. So you're one of the Jolly Mermaids, hmm? I manage the act. How is it you're not over there by Miss Ivy's body? I can't stand dead people. Oh, sorry. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going up and take a look. I do mind. I told you. You mind if I'm having trouble? Yes, the young lady doesn't wish us to go up. Oh? What's your name, ma'am? Adrian. What's it to you? I'm the police. This collar ad, a copper too? He's Barton Drake, the author. Well, it doesn't make any difference. Neither of you guys are going to climb that ladder. The inspector can detain you until a warrant can be obtained. I suggest you make it simpler by giving us your permission, young lady. All right. Go ahead. Woman ain't got any rights anymore. Come on, Inspector. I'll go first. Okay. My gosh, but I never did like high places. Don't look down, Inspector. It won't bother you. I get busy standing on a chair. Go on back down. I'll examine it. No. You can do what I can. I'm up. Now make room for me. I'm afraid I can't, Inspector. The platform's too small. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit. Just wide enough to put your feet side by side. It'd be impossible to put one foot back to the other, even. Made a thin metal strip. Huh. Can you leave it loose, Bart? Well, wait a minute. Now... Ow! Hey, 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 what's the matter? I burned my hand. A couple of these metal strips here on the right side are hot. Hot? Are you nuts? Hey. Oh. Look here, Bart. Hmm? Well, I be. An alcohol burner wired into the platform. Yeah, and it's still lit. What do you think of your accident now, Inspector? Yeah. When the Ivy Dame got on the platform, she took up a right shoe. Mm-hmm. When she set her bare foot down on the hot metal, she went her foot. That's right, Inspector. Threw her off balance, and she fell to her death. Inspector, this is cold, premeditated murder. Yeah, yeah, well, it's... Not going to be too tough. All we've got to do is find out who put that thing there and let it. Yeah, it probably was the girl who was up here just before Miss Ivy. Well, come on, come on. Let's go back down. We'll round up the girls and ask some questions. All right. How long does this thing like that burn, boy? I wouldn't know. But if these girls followed each other ten-minute intervals, like their Dally Who says, ten minutes would be plenty long enough to make that metal strip mighty hot. Well, you two guys are through snooping up there myself and see you haven't loosened anything. Oh, you will? Yeah. In spite of poor Ivy, the show's got to go on. I'm still responsible for the other girls. Nothing doing, miss. This part of the show's not going on. Not for a while, anyway. Now, look here. You haven't proved to me you're a real cop yet, and I don't have to... Come on, Miss Adrian. Stop trying to be tough. Be nice. Oh, all right. What do you want me to do? Simply get your girls together so we can ask them a few questions. Okay. Come on. They're over in the house trailer. Girls, you decent? The cops are here. Oh. Come on in, coppers. Where's Daphne? I don't know where she went. I'm the only one here. This dumb blonde here is Griselda. How do you do? I'll go see if I can find Daphne. She's the only one in the act now. That may not be necessary. All we want is to... Ask a few simple questions. Go ahead, shoot. 
Which of you girls preceded Miss Ivy in her dive? We all did. One of us dived. Then there was a ten-minute wait. Then another of us dived. And then there was another ten-minute... Yeah, no, no, just a minute, Miss Griselda. Which girl was up there immediately before Ivy? I just told you. Nobody. There's a ten-minute wait. Yeah, but... The whole purpose of having us dive at all is to keep the crowds at our end of the midway. Yeah, I... So they'll play the games instead of going on the ride. But... The rides are at the other end of the midway. Oh, how are you doing, bud? <sighs> Ivy did her dive, and just before that, there was a ten-minute wait. Is that right? You won't get and... anything out of her. She's long on curves and short on brains. But if you want to know who dived before Ivy, I did. Hey, 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 this thing's moving. Yes, it is, but you're not. Don't be foolish. Put down that gun, Adrian. I said don't move. We all know about that tip you got to pick up a girl for that skin game in Baltimore. But you're not picking anybody up, see? Not you, fatty. Or you either, handsome. And now, back to Glenn Langan as Barton Drake in... Mystery is my hobby. Who's driving the car up front? Your other girl, Daphne? Yeah. Now you got the gun on it. What are you going to do? You can't hold it indefinitely. Don't worry about that. I'll only keep you covered until we get to Grove Point. And what's going to happen at Grove Point? We're going to drop you over the embankment, trailer and all. Isn't that quite a waste of property? Not half as bad as five years in the clink. Take their guns, Priscilla. Oh, I can't. Get I, them. I've never been mixed up in anything like that. Take their guns or I'll put a slug through that dumb head of yours. You know it. Well, all right. Take the fat ones first. I'm sorry, Mr. Policeman, but... Oh, it went off. Grab her, Brian. I'll get there to I didn't mean it. It was an accident. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I could have known better. Double-crossed Daphne and me before. Save it, Sissy. Break out a window and tell Daphne to stop, Inspector. Hear that? Hey, you! You out there! Stop! Stop! That's no use. You can't hear me. Well, then, we'll just take it easy. The car will have to stop sooner or later. Okay, Inspector. You go up front and take care of Miss Daphne. I'll stay here with these other two. Sure thing. You don't have to point that gun at me, Mr. Blake. I'm on your side. I'm not too sure of that, little one. The only thing that kept you from taking our guns was an accident. Accident? My grandmother's beard. That accident, that wasn't an accident. That gun didn't go off that way. No? You think not, Adrian? Not by a clamshell. I know Griselda. She double-crossed herself if she thought she could save her blonde scalp. Oh, sir, that reminds me. What was this other double-cross you mentioned? She double-crossed both Daphne and me. With me, it's a guy. Oh, Adrian, you know that was an accident, too. I had the guy all sewed up. All I had to do was toss him over my shoulder and take him home. And this blonde babe comes along and flings tips at him. I can't help it if he likes me better than he does you. If I had my way, it would have been you who fell instead of Ivy. Hey, right. Here's the other one. Oh, yes, indeed. I all want you all to meet Miss Daphne, you all. Miss Daphne, you all, is from the sunny south. You all. What went wrong, Adrian? This dumb blonde double-crossed us again. Miss Daphne, Adrian tells me that Griselda double-crossed you also before this. Well, I reckon that's what you'd call it. She forced me to throw a perfectly good husband in the ash can because I caught him fooling around with her, and that's double-crossing, ain't it? Well, yes, I guess it is. 
Inspector, it appears that the fair Griselda has double-crossed everybody in the act except the victim of the uh, accident. Yeah. She double-crossed Ivy, too, plenty. But Ivy got even with her. It was Ivy who telephoned you tops to come and pick up Griselda on that Baltimore charge. Oh, it's the very idea. That's perfectly ridiculous. Why, I was never in Baltimore in my whole life. You're a liar. We were both of us there with you. All right, all right. Let's forget that for a minute and talk about Ivy's death. Yeah, I can get it. All three of you girls had a motive to kill Griselda. But Ivy was the one who was murdered. Murdered? Ivy wasn't murdered. It was an accident. No accident. The inspector's right. It was murder. Cleverly arrange premeditated murder. Griselda, you dirty little... Just a minute. Just a minute before we start accusing anybody. We want to know one fact. Which one of you girls preceded Ivy on that platform when she made her last dive? I told you I did. You went up ten minutes before she did? Yes, why? While you were up there, did you lean down to fix your shoe or anything? I might have. perhaps to light a match? What do you mean by that, Frank? You tell them, Inspector. Somebody tied an alcohol burner underneath the iron strips on the right side of that platform. Then they lit it. When I would get up there ten minutes later, the strips were so hot when she took off her shoe, she burned her foot. Hmm. Lost her balance and fell. That's how we know she was murdered. So I guess, uh, you're elected, Miss Adrian. Now, wait a minute. Maybe the person who preceded me let it. In 20 minutes, a strip of metal can get a lot hotter than a can in ten. Who preceded you? Griselda, the dirty little rat. Why, I wouldn't kill anybody. I wouldn't have the nerve. Now, Adrian, if the flame had been burning when you went up, your foot would have been burned, just as Ivy's was. Not necessarily. I wear beach slippers when I dive. Oh? I do a jackknife. I slip off both slippers when I come out of it, in the air. Then the soles of your slippers would be burned. They're rubber, I suppose. Sure. Will you get them for me, please? They aren't here. I left them where they fell. They're on the ground over by the tank, I suppose. Uh Uh-huh. Very well. Then we'll go back to the carnival grounds and find them, Miss Adrian. If the souls are burned, I'm afraid it's Griselda who started the fire. But if they're not, you'd better think up some very different answers, my dear young lady. As long as I'm under suspicion, I'd rather have a real cop go with me. You say. Okay, Inspector. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Oh, he's slipping by. Go ahead. We wait here. You know, there's one thing I can't understand, Miss Daphne. Yeah? If all of you hated Griselda like you say you do, why is it that you kept her in the act? Oh, they have to. Why? Adrian's boyfriend, Harry. He's Blondie's boyfriend now. Put up the money for the act. And as long as he did, and as long as he's jumping up to fall for Griselda, y'all ought to see why we have to take her along. Yes, yes, I think I do. But Adrian gave me to understand that she was the manager of the act. Oh, she is. Harry says she's more the business type than I am. Harry doesn't want me to bother my little head with business. That's what Harry says. I'm too soft-hearted, anyway. Uh, that's a lie. I am, too. You know very well I'm too soft for my own good. You're the softest... A mess of coal. Daphne, you know when Adrian asked me to trade places with her this afternoon in our routine, I didn't say a word. I agreed to it right away. That shows how soft I am. Wait a minute. Hmm? What's this about Adrian changing places with you? Well, usually when we do all that, Adrian goes ahead of me. Huh? I follow her in ten minutes, and then Ivy follows me in ten minutes, and then but another... this afternoon, it was the other way around. Yeah, today was different. Adrian followed you just for today. Yeah. First Daphne, then me, then Adrian, 
than I do. Oh, for goodness sake. If, if I followed Adrian today like I always do, I'd be the one who was dead, wouldn't I? Hmm. Getting out, huh? Adrian's slippers. Found them about 15 feet from the bank. You can see for yourself, Smarty, that the soles are burned. Both of them show the marks of the metal strip. Yes, they do. Well, that about quenches the case, Inspector. You better take Griselda down and book her. Me? Okay, Baron, I'll take the other two along, too, as material witness. Yes, I think you'd better. Uh, listen, Inspector, if you don't mind, I'd like to take Adrian out to dinner first. I'll be responsible for it. But I thought you were going to have dinner with me. You can join us later. I'd uh, just like to prove to her that I'm not quite the big bad man she thinks I am. And now, back to Glenn Langan as Barton Drake in... Mystery is my hobby. Lobster. Gee, it was swell, Bart. You know, girls like us, what's the peanuts? We don't often get a meal like that. Well, every condemned man has a right to a good last meal. Huh? Oh. <laughs> you're some kid. <laughs> yes, I am. You know, you're not half bad for a cop. Oh, but uh, I'm not a cop, remember? You uh, said for yourself. Yeah, I know. I was just sorry to because you're good-looking. Harry was good-looking, too. I sure got a lousy deal from him. Well, Adrian, you shouldn't judge every man by one, you know. Well, here comes a good inspector. He's in time for coffee, anyway. Well, folks, I'm back. Got uh, Griselda safely under lock and key, Inspector? Ah, you bet. You know, this has been a very interesting case, Inspector. I think I'll use it for the plot of my next story. Oh, make a good one, all right. It ought to fool everybody. Here's Adrian and Daphne, both having a good motive to kill Griselda. But none of them have a motive to kill Ivy. Oh, yes, they did. Oh? Griselda did. For Ivy calling the police about that, uh, Baltimore deal. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It almost forgot about that. Mm. I'll bet Priscilla was jealous of that Ivy girl, too. She was better looking. <laughs> you noticed that, didn't you? Oh, you silly. Oh. The thing you said about that literature guy put me onto that track. Oh, yes. You mean uh, Demoria? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it he said? Lovely female shapes are awful complicators of the difficulties and perils of this earthly life, especially for their owners. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, Priscilla was jealous of, uh, Ivy's beautiful shape. <laughs> No, frankly, Inspector, that hasn't got a thing to do with the case. It hasn't? No, not a thing. Well, by the way, it sounds good. Yes, yes. Unless you want to apply the quotation to Griselda's shape and her ability to steal another man's uh, woman or another woman's man or however you'd like it on account of it. I don't get you. I've been thinking, since I told you to hold Griselda, Inspector. Yes? Yes. I uh, think I forgot to tell you what I learned when uh, you and Adrian were out looking for those slippers. Oh, none of me, huh? Oh, Bart, that isn't like you. Well, the full significance didn't strike me at first. Well, what was it? I learned that Griselda changed places with Adrian in her diving routine this afternoon. Usually she dives just before Ivy. This afternoon she dives before Adrian. Well, 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 what of it? So Adrian died before Ivy and Adrian's shoes were burned, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Bart, that's not a censure case. It would have to be the one who was on the platform before me who lit the burner. Yes, it appears it was. <sighs> The way you cops figure things out is wonderful. Hmm. And so it's very obvious who killed Ivy. You, Adrian. 
me. Yes, indeed. We're holding you for murder. But you can't. Grisilda... You saw your chance to get rid of Grisilda permanently. You knew it was Ivy who called the police, telling them to pick up Grisilda. But that wasn't enough. You'd seen lovely female shapes sway juries before. You couldn't be sure Grisilda was convicted. You're nuts. You didn't have anything particular against Ivy. But her murder would get rid of Griselda, especially as you could prove that Griselda was the only one who had a motive to kill Ivy. And, my dear girl, you almost hung it on her. But you're crazy. The marks on Adrian's yes, shoes. Yes, the marks on Adrian's shoes. If you'll remember, Inspector, the size of that platform was a narrow shelf. So narrow that the only way a person could stand on it is with a feet side by side. Sure, sure, sure. I know. And the burner. I... The burner, which was probably borrowed from the glass blower, was wired on the right side of the platform. It was only the two right metal strips that were heated. Oh, yes, Inspector. Only the right shoe could have been burned. But you'll notice that both of Adrian's shoes are burned. Both of them. Well, you You're awful smart. Thank you, Adrian. The soles of your shoes were burned all right, my dear, but you burned them yourself at some other time. And you had me arrest the Zelda. What luck boys no, downtown, no, no, Sammy? Inspector, don't you worry a bit about it. You still have the other charge against Griselda. Well, all right. I'm licked. But I never thought you'd figure it out. Well, you might have, Adrian, if, uh, when the inspector introduced us, he told you that, uh, mystery is my hobby. Langer will be back in just a moment. Mystery is My Hobby is directed by Dave Titus and is written by Fred Howard. This episode is based on an original story by Ray Wilson. Original music was composed and played by Len Salvo. Included in our cast were Ken Christie as Inspector Danton, Gloria Blondell as Adrian, Virginia Gregg as Daphne, and Georgia Ellis as Griselda. The events depicted in this story were entirely fictional. Any resemblance to actual places or people, living or dead, is purely coincidental. And now, here's Glenn Langan. Thank you, Bruce Jewell, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being with us. This is your host, Glenn Langan, saying adios. Welcome back. I don't want to apologize. There was a slight loss of quality in the second half of today's episode. Uh, there, uh, yeah, the, we, the files that we typically use, the higher quality ones, uh, the first half of the episode was this episode. The second half of the episode was actually an entirely different plot. Uh, so I had to go and find a lower quality copy that 
uh, nevertheless had the correct plot in it. We do still have a few more weeks with this show. I do hope that we don't run into any other issues as we uh, finish up the series. I did think it was kind of weird that any of the uh, girls got let go because they were plotting to kidnap and kill Inspector Danton and Barton Drake. I guess the reasoning goes that if you're going to let something like a little conspiracy to commit murder ruin your day that you need to really reconsider your life priorities. Food for thought, I guess. Time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you so much to Ken. Ken has been one of our Patreon supporters since January of 2020, currently supporting us at the Seamus level of $4 or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Ken. And that will do it for today. If you are enjoying this podcast on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, like the video, and select the notification bell. Join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Next week is vacation week, so look for a great encore presentation from our archives. And in two weeks, we'll be back with another episode of Mystery Is My Hobby. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.